The Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on KISS 91.7. You just got a uh, text message. What? Hey, Pepper, congrats on the engagement. My wife just heard it on the radio. Oh, my God. No, I was Congratulations, Pepper! <laughs> she, she, she misheard. She I, misheard. I'm not in... The post you made on Instagram would lead us all to believe you did. No, if I if I got engaged over the weekend, my post on Instagram would say something along the lines of, hey, everybody, I'm engaged. Oh, would it? Yeah. Okay, so yours didn't say exactly, but I can bring yours up. If you oh, want me God. To. You know, why am I... Why? Uh, Pepper, yes. uh, let me just pop that up here for you quick because mm-hmm. it's... Uh, and then it hits you. Can I have some nice music while I'm reading this? Like, do you have any, like, really lovey music? Uh, Not any of that dirty lovey music that you yeah. play all the time when you say daddy likes. Okay. I want oh, to, like, I, no, I don't want that one. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, how about this? Is this, this nice? Oh, that's, beautiful. That's nice. This is the uh, Pepper Instagram, if you want to follow along. Pepper underscore on air. You can see a little cute drawing. That his girlfriend made for him. It's him. It's a chalk drawing. A little heart. And not a chalk outline. And then her. Different kind of drawing. Are you that much taller than her? Is that accurate? Oh, yeah. No, I'm very tall. Wow. Okay. Here's what it says and what led a lot of people to believe that Pepper was, in fact, engaged over the weekend. Nothing. And then it hits you. And you know. And it lasts forever. Yeah. It's a sweet thing. No matter what. It's a sweet thing to say. You don't know that, though. Well, no one knows. Sure, you said I that. Yeah, but you said, and it lasts forever. I thought it, forever was going to be with all the other ones, it, too. I know you could have never been forever. in a relationship that lasted forever. No. No, no one has. No. Well, but this is why you say, and it lasts forever. You should have just said, and I hope that it will last a while. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> no matter what. And so a lot of people were assuming. A lot of that people got, did think I got engaged. Well, because it's such a weird thing to post. Including my ex-wife. She messaged me. I, I posted on Saturday. I was having a great day, and she was like, Whoa, what's with that post? Yeah. <laughs> right? That's what she put. Uh, uh by the way, I'm just, just looking to see if she's liked it yet. Yeah. Your girlfriend still has not liked it. Oh, she's the post. busy. She's on her way to work. I just <laughs> think that you, on Saturday, it's two yeah. days ago. Yeah. She could have. It's a long trip to work. (laughs) (laughs) And then it hits you, and you know, and it lasts forever. You guys, no matter what. Why can't I be happy? I just want to know how long I've tried to be happy. Hang on, I'm going to just screenshot this, Robbie, in case it doesn't last forever. (laughs) No, don't jinx it. Use that one one day. Put Uh, that in my folder called Pepper Was Wrong. I hope you're right too. I want uh, you to be happy. Uh, uh, I always want you to be happy. You're not but you're calling. Pepper. You're saying that I can't be happy. No, no. I'm getting too far. Ahead. I'm too soon to be happy. When is life too soon to be happy? Like, should I actually look at myself and go like, "Whoa, I'm getting a little too happy here. I better slow down and be miserable." For I would like you to call while. her your girlfriend before you say forever. That's it's, it. That's it's, personally that's what I would. Like. I just don't like the word girlfriend, but I can call her girlfriend if it's going to make you happy. That's all I want. <laughs> so yes, make me happy once in a while. I did though. I took a lot of heat from people. Not heat. I shouldn't say heat, but I, like you say, you, you make a nice post on Instagram. Yeah, but it was so cryptic. About somebody you care about, you and didn't all of a tag sudden, her, you didn't add like, her anything. Well, because I'm not a taggy addy guy. Well, I'm it, just a posty posty guy. That's why it made no sense. Kristen, no, you are a taggy posty. Your ex girlfriend you tagged and post all the time. Kristen, you tagged and post all the time. And look how those ended. 
Well, you got me there. That's right. I sure do. <laughs> you do have me there. Kristen phones me on Sunday. That's my ex-wife. And uh, after on Saturday, texted me and saying like, woof, what's with that post? Then on Sunday, she needs to clarify that I wasn't drinking on Saturday. See, that's, that's you being nice is like, is he drunk? I, I, I mean, is that the, look how speechless I am. <laughs> Like, is that what I've built for myself? Well, unfortunately, yeah. Is that in order that. for me to be nice or thoughtful or sensitive yeah. or sweet, I must be under the influence of something? Well, no, but you used to drink and you would go on these weird things where you would do this before. I know, I know. So that's why uh, she thought it is because you would, like, when you would drink, you used to write. Probably because you were alone in the bar. Yes, it's <laughs> you true. You to communicate to something. Yes. So, yeah, there was the assumption maybe perhaps by your ex-wife. I was having a great day Saturday. I had a great conversation with my ex-wife, a great conversation with my girlfriend. Friend. There you go! And a great conversation. And a great conversation with my daughter about my girlfriend. Yeah. And I was just feeling very heartful. Okay. And now look what I'm dealing with. Nothing but ridicule. Not ridicule. We're you- so excited for you. We're I looking know. out for you. We don't want you to do, to do something dumb to 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 risk all this happiness. <laughs> like fall in like love. love. Yeah, you're right. Don't do something dumb like fall in love. Just you know, just yeah. cautiously optimistic. Thank you. And that's <laughs> that's what we've learned to practice with me yes. and my feelings over the past yeah. sixteen years. Okay. Because we're here for you. We just want to have to pick up the pieces again. <sighs> But the pieces are fun to pick up. Well, <laughs> for who? Aren't they? Dil- Dylan hates puzzles. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the reason why, I guess. <laughs> the Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. Yeah. It's time to salute a good dude. Now, around here in our 16-year happy anniversary, by the way, Dylan. Yesterday Thank was you. the 16th anniversary of this show. In our 16-year history of this show, we have been endeavoring to find the good dudes. Good dudes can be guys. Good dudes can be girls. Good dudes can be theys. I believe a good dude, if I'm not mistaken, at one time was a motion-activated safety light. Which came in handy. Yeah. So a good dude can be anything. Today we salute a good dude who doesn't sound like a good dude. You've heard him from time to time around here called Break Your Legs Brad. Oh, I love Break Your Legs Brad. Now, Brad is a friend of the show, especially Mm -hmm. a friend of Dylan's, and uh, he has been truthfully known to break people's legs. Yeah, he doesn't want us to get too deep into that story. Right. But it was wild. When you get you never want to get on the bad side of break your legs, Brad. Hence no. the name. No, you don't. But let me tell you the other side of Brad. Break your legs, Brad. Yeah. And let's talk about huge heart, Brad. Oh, he's got both. Great friend, Brad. Yeah. So Friday night, my son comes home from work. And he runs into the house. Now, he's staying with his mom, but he forgot a few things at my house. So, he comes home from work. He parks on the driveway. Leaves his car running because he's just going to be a second to grab something from his room. Mm-hmm. Love you, Dad. See you later. Have a good weekend, buddy. And then he came in two minutes later. Uh-oh. Dad, we've got a problem. <laughs> oh, no. So, what's the problem, Riley? He said, well, my car's running on the driveway. And I locked the keys in the car. Oh, no. So I said, well, that's no problem. Just uh, grab your spare key. I don't have a spare key. He doesn't have a spare key. He doesn't have a spare key. Oh, no. So he said, I'm just going to YouTube how to break into my car. I said, Robbie, that's not something. Sorry, Robbie, I did it again. Multiple (laughs) times today. I said, Riley, that's not something they uh, openly put on YouTube, how to break into cars. But if I know anybody that knows how to break into a car... It's break your legs, Brad. (laughs) He can break anything. So I whip out my phone. It's like 930 at night and I text, hey, Brad, do you have a Slim Jim? Knowing that the answer would be a resounding yes. (laughs) 
So I send one text, Brad, do you have a Slim Jim? And while I was writing the reason I'm asking, he phoned, I'm on my way. Before I could even send him what happened, I'm he, on my way. He knew he was needed. He calls me on, what was that, Ukrainian Christmas? Was Friday Ukrainian yeah, Christmas? Yeah, yeah, And he was celebrating Ukrainian Christmas. Yeah, I don't he, know with who, like his family, or I have no idea. His buddy like, Jamie, probably. He yeah, Jamie. everything he was doing, everything he was doing mm-hmm. on Ukrainian Christmas, a special celebration for him. And trust me, when it comes to Ukrainian food and eating, yeah. Brad is a pro. He drove right to my house. And now I don't want to ask too many questions on why he had so many tools on how to break into cars. Yeah, you shouldn't. But he broke into my son's car. Mm-hmm. Dropped everything he was doing. Drove, I don't even know where he lives, but he said it's about 25 minutes from my house. Not that bad. He drove almost half an hour to my house. Wasn't it really snowy that day too? It was in snowy conditions, dark out, cold out, and he broke into my son's car for good. (laughs) <laughs> to, to to save the day. Yeah. Otherwise, like Riley would have had to have, you know, let, let his car run out of gas, which, you know, when you're 16 and he he had just filled up his tank of gas, that's like that's that's like uh, oil in there, Dylan. Mm-hmm. That's precious. That's a precious resource that yes. he would have just burned away. Plus, we would have had to call a tow truck. And we heard earlier this week, there's like 70 hour waits to get tow trucks to come to your Wouldn't have car. been good. Yeah. Brad came, dropped everything he was doing for a, a friend to to unlock that car. How quick was it? It took him probably two minutes. Isn't that I, a while? I, I was a while. shocked at how easily he can break into cars. And a little worried. <laughs> no, he I'm, doesn't I'm, do I'm it glad I'm, fr- I'm glad I'm friends with him. Let's just put it that way. He's not that type of person. And we were so grateful and thank you and thank you. And he says, hey, don't minute. That's what friends are for, he right. said. Okay? Yeah. And he just pulled off. He was like he was like B&E Santa. And he just kind of <laughs> and and drove off into the night <laughs> sky and he was gone. He broke into a car, drove off, and he was gone. What a good dude. But... While we celebrate the good dudes, and I'm sorry to do this, we've got to acknowledge the bad dude. Uh-oh. And that's my son, and I got very disappointed in him. Why? What happened? Because I sent him, my son, Brad's uh, contact info, right? Yeah. I sent the, you know, you attach the contact. I texted it to Riley. I said, you know what, Riley, when you get back to your mom's house, send him a text message. Even Maybe even send him like a gift card or something to thank him for dropping everything he was doing during his family Christmas celebration to come and help you. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, I will. And I messaged Brad the next day. Hey, did you hear from Riley? Nope. <laughs> oh. all, all good, Pepper. Don't worry about it. That's what friends are for. Oh, Riley. So, uh, yeah, Riley really disappointed me, and I let him have it. Did you yell? No, I just threatened to take his phone away. Uh, threatened? <laughs> yeah, he still got his phone. <laughs> oh, so nothing yeah, even no, happened? No, nothing at all. I'm afraid of my kids. Yeah. He needs to be kidnapped. But what yes, a well, well Brad could do it, I think. Yeah. Oh, what a good dude. So to break your legs, Brad, who gets a bad rap around here because he breaks legs if if he feels wronged, mm-hmm. he's also a really good guy and he will help you. He's a great guy. Yeah, I've been right? telling you forever. Yeah, so I would like to say if Brad is listening, and he probably is because he, he's doing a bunch of snow removal, I guess, today. Mm-hmm. Brad, thank you very much. If my son's not going to thank you, I certainly do. And that is a massive heart that you have. It is. Right? That's awesome. What a good dude. Very good dude. Big teddy bear. Hang on. Let's not build him up too much, though. We still want people to fear that he's going to break their leg. Mm-hmm. The Pepper and Dylan Show on KISS 91.7. Dylan uh, has a strong belief in the fact that the apples should come with a bigger warning sign. Sure, they come with that sticker, but that says nothing on it to warn you. Why should we be afraid of apples? Well, I was watching a TV show. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, so I'm not going to get into details of what the TV show was. If mm-hmm. you, you probably will know if you also watch that TV show. Mm-hmm. But I was watching a TV show where you can you can kill somebody. Mm-hmm. 
with like the seeds of cherries. Mm-hmm. Cherry pits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, what? This Theoretically, is, yeah. Is this a thing? Is this really, a, like, is this actually a thing or is this a TV show made up thing? Because, you know, not all TV shows are real. Mm-hmm. Brian on Family Guy, he talks. Right. That doesn't happen. He's the dog. <laughs> yes. Right? That doesn't happen in real life, right. generally speaking. Right. So, no, but a lot of shows, they, they may embellish, but a lot of things are based on truth. Right. So then I was curious, is, is this true? Because this seems like that's dangerous if cherries could, in fact, kill somebody. Okay. And so I, I just threw it out in the room moments ago, and Robbie did his sciencey Robbie thing. He went to work. You love science, Robbie. Yes, because of the cherry thing. But we've heard for many, since I was a kid, that uh, apple seeds have cyanide, and those could kill you. Arsenic? Cyanide? Cyanide? Cyanide, I think. Yeah. I've cyanide. heard this, right? You're not okay. supposed to eat the apple core. Yes. I always eat apple cores. I, know, I eat the whole thing. Look at these split. The only thing I don't eat is the stem. Oh, my mom would be so mad at you. I eat the whole thing. Yeah, and so I always heard that, and I'm like, well, that can't be real. So Robbie went searching, mm-hmm. and you found out what, Robbie? That it's 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 true. It can be done. And how many apples does it take? Okay, now just go back here. It's not just apples. So it's apricots, some almonds, apples, peaches. Well, no one's eating the apricot seed. You ever tried <laughs> to chew through that? There's no way. That's true. No, you're right. Yeah. Plums, cherries, peaches, apples. So pits, generally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, they do con- contain something called amygdalin. Okay. Which when your body processes it, it can give you cyanide poisoning. Okay. But the good news is, from I've looked at three different sites, and they're <laughs> all kind of the same. You would have to eat 20 apple cores. You would have to eat the seeds and crush up the seeds of 20 apple cores. Right. That's not ridi- guys. That's not ridiculous, though. They so come I, in a bag of twenty at Costco. If I swore, you're right. But one person would have to do it. It's not like you could serve apples to all the kids that are out in the backyard and kill them all. Well, kids right? are the most at risk. Kids are uh, the most at risk. Of course, for, yeah, for yeah. the cyanide poisoning. Yeah, they're, they're little, so tiny little, little bodies. Yes. The only good thing is right. you have if you swallow the seeds, it doesn't work. They're you'll, good. Okay, you'll they're poop dormant. Them okay. You have to actually crush them up or or uh, like. Boil them, I, I guess. It just seems pretty dangerous to have inside of an apple. When I make a smoothie with apples in it, I throw the whole apple in. I just Uh-oh. pop the stem off and I throw the whole thing in. Would that be exposing me to poison? Yes. Really? 5% of the lethal dose. So if I somehow made a 20-apple smoothie, that would kill me? That could kill you. With the core? <laughs> because you're vaporizing the... Yeah, you're exposing Dylan, the amygdala. A little warning wouldn't hurt <laughs> to say, do not smoothie these... 20 yes. of them and you're done. Well, I could see if it was like 200 or 2,000 apples, not sure. to include a warning, but 20, you're right. You can buy that in one shop. Yeah, that's like, not a it's, whole, yeah. It's actually scary because if you were to, yeah, if you say you were to like mash up 20 apples and boil them for I like- I made applesauce from my apple tree. Ki- yeah. And make it for the kids or something, they could yeah. die from that. All right, but you have to eat it all in one sitting. Yes, yeah. all 20 apples. Okay, nobody's eating 20 apples worth of apple sauce in one sitting. If you want to be full, sitting. you will. <laughs> well, that's for an adult. It would be less for a kid. Oh, that's- Right? See, that's, this is problem out, I'm just telling you. That should be a little more, that should be knowledge I have firsthand. That shouldn't be like, I should Google this. We better look into that this. That does sound like something we should all know a little better. Right? That's just, that's just floating around everywhere. Yeah. Like your fridge right now has enough apples to kill somebody. It does. That seems like a lot. Yeah. I'm not, like, like, like I don't, I'm a, I'm a gun-free house at my mm-hmm. place. Okay. I don't have any guns. Mm-hmm. I know some people do. Whatever you want to have them, you want to I don't yeah. have any guns because I think that's dangerous perhaps mm-hmm. if someone comes across it and I don't need it. Yeah. I have apples in my house But you've got a crisper full of apples. Sure do. I'm friends with Steve and Dad. (laughs) You've got a murder weapon inside your refrigerator. So many of them. 
Yeah, so the show you watched, it was somewhat accurate. It can be done. That's wild to me. But you, they have to be crushed up to expose them. Well, now, this seems reckless, but I'm just going to ask the question. So could I core 20 apples, take the seeds out, crush them up, and somehow sneak them in somebody's food? Yes. Really? Yes. Robbie. Well, <laughs> you could go through all that, but there's there's so many more harsh chemicals under your sink that you could just use that with, too. That's right, yeah. Dump There's a lot some, of things that could kill us some in Drano in a, in a pot of chicken noodle, and that'll be an easier yeah, way, right? It's yeah. easier than crushing yeah, up apple seeds. You're going to taste the Drano. If you're a guest at somebody's house, you have to eat it anyway. <laughs> I don't think you do. Right? If, even if they're a bad cook, you've got to eat it. Thanks. They're serving you dinner. If it tastes like Drano, you don't suspect it's going to be Drano. You suspect they're a bad cook. They've invited you into their mm. house to eat dinner, Dylan. You got to eat it, even if it tastes like poison. But where that would come in handy would be, if, like, say we poison pepper. Uh-huh. With, with Drano, Thanks, they, they would be able to tell probably the chemicals in Drano. Yes, Somebody fed him Drano. Uh-huh. But if we crush up apple seeds, fed him to you, yeah. they'd be like, oh, he just must have really liked apples. Why are you thinking about this so much, guys? A lot of thought. <laughs> Don't put me into Robbie's weird brain. <laughs> that's just the advantage. That's the only advantage I can see. That is see. true because apple seeds in your body, that's mm-hmm. on you. And he's got that apple Drano, tree. Drano, that's on us. He's got the apple tree in the back. Yes. No one would suspect the You're thing. a gunner, <laughs> pal. <laughs> Robbie's hatched the perfect crime. <laughs> Kill me. Thanks, Look, Robbie. Oh, sorry. All right. So stay away from 20 <laughs> apples in one sitting is what you're saying. Yes. All right. It. If you're not going to get a warning on the bag, you'll get a warning from us. Thank you, Robbie. You got it. Robbie's the best. I don't know. Robbie's the best. Robbie's the best. I don't know about that. Pepper and Dylan. Kiss 91.7. This is Alyssa and Alyssa on the phone. Are you kidding? They've been listening to this show for a long time. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you this morning? We are good. good. We're good. I believe Alyssa was the babysitter to Alyssa, correct? Was that what you it bet. was? Yep. Yeah, right. that was uh, 2006, I think. Holy. Oh, my. So how old I've had is... some kids since then. <laughs> uh, so how old is little Alyssa now? Uh, oh, you know what? I think she's nine. So she's actually my sister-in-law's niece. Okay. Um, and she, I think she's probably 19 or 20. She's graduated school, everything. It's so crazy. it's just Alyssa that we're talking to now. It's not yeah, Alyssa now Alyssa. it's just Alyssa. But you know, that's how you guys know me. <laughs> right. Uh, so Alyssa heard Brooke last hour that said uh, she's having a real FML day. Yeah. Because uh, Brooke's toddler locked the door to the house and she tried to go back in, but the keys, it was all locked. Didn't and then sound she ideal. Locked her keys in the house and it was a whole rigmarole. But then Alyssa shares a story because she now has kids. It, it, go ahead, Alyssa, because this sounds like a panic and awful all at the same time. Oh, it was. So I had a baby on December 23rd. Her name is Brooklyn. We call her Brooke. Funny. Um, So she was six days old and it was my other son's birthday, Mm -hmm. um, December 29th. And it was about, you know, minus 22, minus 23. Mm -hmm. But this kid is a COVID birthday. We're like, what do we do? Let's take him to bargaining. Six days after having a baby, get everybody in the car, hit the hill, Mm -hmm. get out, get outside. And all of us close our doors. Mm -hmm. Baby's still inside. Doors are locked. Keys, wallet, cell phones, everything inside. Oh, you have nothing. No, no, no. And the sleds are outside. The kids are outside. But I have nothing. No way to call anybody. And this baby is, you know, six days old sitting in the back seat. <laughs> so, you know, obviously, like, this is my third kid. So you think that I'd be, like, calm and know what to do. But um, no clue. So I'm running around the... And it's cold, right? And it's COVID. Nobody wants to talk to strangers. This was 2020, right? Yeah, we yeah. just locked down. So I find a guy, I'm like, listen, I'm like, I just locked my baby in the car. I have no phone. I have no way to call anybody. I don't even know the number to call for AMA. And so he's like, okay, let me get my phone. Thankfully, he helped me. Google AMA, get a hold of them. You know, thankfully, somebody was there within, I think it was probably about 15 minutes. 
before somebody got to me. And then AMA actually told me that next time um, I could actually just call 911 and the fire, the fire truck would come oh. and help me into get into my car. Yeah, well, a six-day-old baby in your, in your, <laughs> locked in your car. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? She was sleeping and she slept the whole time and she was totally fine. But panic sets in yeah. and you're just... I was, you know, trying with my hardest to hold myself together because I got a, I got a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and you know they know what's going on. Just <laughs> so panic. Oh yes, but you know what? It literally took the AMA guy two seconds, and he was in the car. I am. Um, I, I had that happen to me. Like I said yesterday, right uh, over the weekend, my son locked his key in a running car, and I was shocked how easily it is to break. Uh, people can break into cars. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know, this is a skill they should teach all these people to save the babies. Obviously. Uh, of course. Right. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, we have so anyways, to point out a text message real quick. Uh-oh. You said you've been listening since 2006. It's just such a brilliant text message. I have to point it out. Yeah. And we we really want to thank, thank you, uh, Alyssa. Yeah. She's been uh, listening for a long time. Uh, the text we appreciate you, Alyssa. And Alyssa, thank you. <laughs> you bet. Thank you. My guys. God. Have a great morning. You bet you So too. the baby stayed fast asleep, which well, as she's telling this story, you know, I'm thinking about the same situations I've had, you know, where like I fell asleep while my kid was, uh, when I was taking eating care dog of food. And the, I woke up and he was eating the dog food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also heard her, you know, fast asleep. And then I thought of the term sleeping like a baby. And then I thought for any parent that's had a baby, mm-hmm. sleeping like a baby is a terrible thing. Like, how'd you sleep last night? Oh, I slept like a baby. Is that not a you good You mean thing? you were up all night crying and hungry? <laughs> No, I guess yeah. sleeping like a baby is the absolute worst kind of sleep. Every you can two have. hours you're up, to yeah, feed? yeah, yeah. That's a good point you're making. That's right. Yeah, so you don't next sleep time, like a baby, you, you, you sleep like a, a senior. That's exactly what you want. You sleep like a senior. You're like, ah, oh, I was asleep at four. <laughs> I was up at five to see the sunrise. Beautiful, uh, right? Sleep like a senior. Yeah, I think we've we got to change it. Sleep like a baby for a long time, and it's the worst possible sleep you can have. You're pointing out the facts here this morning. Look at that, hey, mm-hmm. big pepper. Mm-hmm. You're a genius. I wouldn't go that far. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Weekday mornings on KISS 91.7. Can you just have socks on? Oh, we love it. You can walk around with just socks. I sleep in just socks a lot. I don't understand sleeping with socks. I love just socks. I I, I can't be naked with just socks. Why does that bother you? I I think it's a haunting memory of my childhood. Uh Uh-oh. And I don't know (laughs) if I can explain it properly. But I remember my brother was babysitting me. They all start with that, right? And I ended up with a black eye by the time mom and dad got home. Um, And uh, we had free monthly trial of the Playboy channel. Okay. Okay. It's back when the, when the cable company would send you a digital box. It's very interesting how this ties into socks. And you'd hook it up to your television, mm-hmm. right? And somehow my my brother knew that there was. A, I don't think my parents even knew. Right. But uh, uh, somehow my brother knew that there was a free monthly trial of the Playboy Channel. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember he was babysitting me. And so I was very young, very naive, and I didn't know what any of naked was all about yet, sexual sexuality and nakedness, right? Okay. And I remember he was watching it, and I was under an afghan, because I didn't like looking at what I was looking at. But uh-huh. you know, I don't know if you know much about afghans, Dylan. A lot of holes. They got holes the size of your pupil, so yeah. you can see right through the a hole. A lot of holes. So I was kind of sneaking a peek at this Playboy channel, and the scene that was showing at the time was a fully naked woman who was jogging in the park with just her socks and shoes on. Okay. 
And I remember thinking of how uncomfortable that must be. Why would that be uncomfortable? That's amazing. You're jogging through the park naked. I would assume that that was a little uncomfortable for a lot of okay, people. Okay, okay. And, and then I thought, oh my God, like how, how can she do this with just her shoes and socks? And I think that planted the seed of my discomfort with just having socks on when I'm naked. So you have to have your socks off. Yeah, if I'm get, engaging in some intimate action, yeah. I, I got to stop every... Like, you know when it's really hot and like you just can't wait to tear each other's clothes off? Sure. I got to stop and take my socks off. It is an I odd can't thing. engage. I can't continue on with the act of intimacy without saying, hang on a sec, and, and really kind of ruining them all. I'm, I've gotten very good at it, Dylan, because mm-hmm. I have a lot of sex. Oh and uh, I have gotten very good at just kind of quickly just getting my socks off. So that you don't interrupt the moment? Sure. But there are times where it's a little clunky when you're like, hang on, got to take the socks off. You know, it gets hot, it's passionate, you just want each other, you can't keep your hands off each other, and then you're like, hang on a sec, got to take my socks off. Yeah, that's no longer hot or passionate. You don't have to take your socks off when you're in in the act of making love? No. No. Robbie? I'm focusing on the act. You can leave your socks on? Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys are in the minority on this one. No, don't think so. 917-917, do you have to have your socks off when you're intimate? It depends on what the floor is. <laughs> Does that make sense? Uh, like if you're doing it in the kitchen and it's it's like laminate, yeah. you can't have socks; it'll slip. <laughs> but if you're upstairs in the bedroom and there's carpet, it doesn't matter if the socks are on because carpet. You still have to- wait, wait, use a bed once in a while, Robbie. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, jeez, like no if, wonder if, girls don't stick around. If the moment strikes you and you're like down where there's laminate or some tile floor, okay, you'll slip okay. all over the place. Okay, I'll agree. If you're in a common area and you and all of a sudden the, the, the fevered pitch escalates, and then next thing you know you're engaging, um, then yeah, in a common area, a kitchen or a living room or something, then I can. I, I mean, I, I I'd have most of my clothes on anyway. They'd just be low. They right. wouldn't be completely off. But when right. I have to have all my clothes off, the socks are part of that. Hmm. I'm not fully naked until my socks are off. <laughs> it's so weird. Is it? Yeah. 917-917. I don't think it is. I think you can't focus on the task at hand unless your socks are off. Husband and I both take our socks you off. You have to take your socks off. I prefer socks off. Yes. Socks on is weird. This coming from a woman, so yeah. not sexy. Well, yeah. yeah, it's strange if you've got your socks on, especially if they're longer socks. Yeah, I I guess. I mean, I'd rather have them off, but it's not going to stop me if they're on. What if the mm-hmm. person you're intimate with has a wart? We um, want their sock on or sock off? If they say, no, leave the socks on, then I'll think, all right, I've found a freaky situation <laughs> here. They like it with socks. Okay. Then I would be open to it. But it's their wart, not mine. I, know, I don't care if they have their socks on. I need my socks off. Okay. Right. Okay. I need to spread my toes and fly. That's what I need to do. I'm sorry. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Weekday mornings on Kiss 91.7. What do you mean you haven't started your yogurt yet, Dylan? We gave you the heads up. I know, I know. You've asked us to remind you to eat your yogurt before it gets to room temperature. We remind you and you still didn't eat it. I'm going. Look at my father. I'm going. I have to chew it though. Hang on. Chew? Does it mix at the bottom yogurt? Um, No, it's. I don't think it's that Fancy? Fancy? I don't like When that. I buy my yogurt, I don't want to do work. Same with my peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take it home. You know what? Mm. You at the peanut butter factory. You at the yogurt factory. You do the stir- stirring for me. Mm-hmm. You know I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? It's true. Yeah, I'm not sure. Robbie, you're shaking your head at what? Fruit at the bottom yogurt? No, nah, you're just so lazy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I don't like stirring my yogurt. Here's the problem with cups and, and peanut butter jars. I've said it a thousand times. All they have to do is make them a little bit bigger. I know, but we'd be mad. We would. 
Because it's not filled to the top? Yeah. I just, if I've got to stir it and I got that little yogurt cup and the fruit's all at the bottom and I got to stir it, I'm going to spill some yogurt. Yeah. To make it just a little bit bigger than the amount of yogurt that's in there, I'm going to have more, more space to stir. And it's the same with that oil and peanut butter. Look, I don't mm. like stirring oil and peanut butter. You know, Dylan, I, I, this weekend I announced it's banned from the house. Yeah, and uh, smartly so. We had a family meeting. I said, no more oil and peanut butter that you have to mix yourself. Okay. We're at a place in our lives where we're fortunate enough to be able to buy peanut butter that's pre-mixed. It is a very nice place that you have found yourself. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's very nice. So I've banned stirrable peanut butter at my house. I'm the stirrable a- peanut butter is more expensive. Is it? It's like healthier. It's a healthy well, times orga- are tough around my house, organic. okay? I need to get the stuff. To- <laughs> get the pre No, I, I get the, the no-stir organic peanut butter. Oh, they have that. All you got to do is look oh, right next to the work peanut butter, right and then you've got the labor-free peanut butter right next to it. Having the, that's like having the paint that peels next to regular paint. <laughs> exactly. Why do they do that? But all they've got to do with that, stir your own peanut butter. Just make the peanut butter jar... You know, like half an inch taller or half an inch wider so I can just have more that's stirring just, space. That's just what the landfills need, more plastic. Oh, Robbie's got no, you there. there you okay. Wasted plastic, <laughs> not a good idea. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on KISS. Somehow, it might have gotten out with our family and with my daughter, who's the youngest, that she wasn't m- meant to happen. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. yeah. You heard it as well? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so did you hear from your siblings? Because my son was taking great pride in that story. Because he's like, ha, ha, yeah. you're a mistake. You, yep. she, no, she yep. wasn't a mistake. She was a lonely night after being on the road. I said, <laughs> you're, you weren't a mistake, sweetie. You were a surprise. It still jarred yeah. her quite a bit to find out that there was no intention on having a second child with us. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. And once she found yeah, that I mean, out... Yeah, I you're all wanted, right? Eh, I, mean, I mean, the timeline is incredible with how we found out we were pregnant with a second child is we had a discussion, Kristen and I, seriously about uh, what we wanted our family to look like, right? Our son was not quite two years old. He was just a year, I guess, at that point. And we think, and when we thought and talked and talked, and do we want a sibling? Do we not want a sibling? And then we just thought, you know what? Just the three of us would be pretty great. We tried so hard to have this first one. Who knows if we'll have problems? A single child. Yeah. Yeah, it might be a little weird, but you know what? We like weird around here. Sure. So let's just have a single child. And we said, deal, right? We mm-hmm. almost shook on it, but that would be weird. And then the ne- yeah. literally the next day, she took a pregnancy test and she was pregnant. And that was the, the little <laughs> miracle that was Tyler. That was little Tyler. Now, uh, you know, anecdotally, I tell that story. And I told that story to my kids. And Tyler only heard it as, I was a mistake. Well, and I said, well, sweetie, you weren't a mistake. I mean, you weren't planned, but you were a surprise. Right. But I said it that a way. A pleasant surprise. I didn't say pleasant. Right? Shut up. Forgot the adjective there. Mm-hmm. So that would have helped. Yeah, surprise. She's not, uh, she's not over that one yet. I don't know if she'll ever get over that, especially with her older brother going, ha ha, you mistake. You weren't supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what you know? a guy. All <laughs> I got it all the time. You got it all the time that you were an accident, you were a mistake. Yeah, yeah, we're fine now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's clear as day for you though, because every kid is one year apart, and you're like four or five years later. Yeah, that's easy math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Have yeah. a good morning. 
All right. So, I mean, is that a bad dad move to say, like, hey, you weren't planned, but we still love you anyway? Listen, you do a lot of bad dad things. Okay. But, like, I think uh, planned or not planned, bringing a child into this world and raising them, that's okay. That's a noble thing to do. Absolutely, yeah. Whether you planned or not. I, I think half the people probably don't plan on having their first kid. Yeah. They're like, wow! Yeah, the first one is more of a surprise than the second one sometimes, isn't it? Right, yeah. And then all of a sudden you have your first and you're like, oh, that was a surprise. May as well have a second. Uh, your sister is the youngest of three, right, Dylan? Yes. Okay, was she, does she, did you tease her? Does she, was she planned? Do you know the story behind that? Do I tease her? Yes. Was she planned? I imagine because there was two uh, boys. I think my mom always kept going wanted for a girl. Uh, a, a girl. Yeah. I think my dad just wanted to get it on. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, so I think everyone was on board. Just a fun night in the garage and dad was feeling it? Yeah, probably. That's what ended up happening. Uh, who's the youngest in the, your family? Right? Channing. Channing? Yeah, I, I think my dad wanted another boy. All right. Keep so, trying. To even it <laughs> he out, He kept right? trying, yeah. It went girl, boy, girl, and then girl. All right. So three three daughters, one son. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, that intentional. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that was intentional. Yeah, that makes sense. See, my parents did it right, and they told me I was the miracle baby. Right, because they couldn't have a baby. My brother was adopted. Back right. then, it was very easy to adopt a kid. They just got a phone call one day, and they said, okay, your ba- baby's ready. Come pick him up. <laughs> it's very right. tra- like the, the, the things people go through now to adopt a child versus what they went through, you know, my brother's 50 years old, or 50 years ago. Like, my parents just said, yeah, you want to adopt a child? Sure. They went down to, to, I don't know, the adoption store. They filled out a piece of- I don't think of, there was a store back They then. filled out a piece of paper, and like a week later, they got a phone call, and they said, we've got one for you. You want it? I right. said, sure, and then they picked him up. Four years later, I was a whoopsie. Yeah. I know I was a whoopsie, and I'm cool with being a whoopsie. You're a little miracle as well. Right. You want to know why it's great being an accident? I'll tell you why it's great being an accident. Because? Okay. Because the bar is set low already. The minute you come out of the womb, you're an accident. Right. They're just right? happy. The, the expectations are nothing. We didn't even want this kid. Who cares what he does? <laughs> so you do anything. Like, you bring home. Like, an intended kid needs to get a 90 on an exam. Sure. An accident kid, 40, and they're proud. Just don't end up in jail. As long as you made it to the exam, they're happy. There you go. All right? Because <laughs> they didn't expect you in the first place. Except that you mm. expect so much of Tyler. I really do. Right? She's our last hope. Yeah. We've lost old dimwit. <laughs> The Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. Well, I'm just asking, is there anything worse? Mm-hmm. Is there anything more panic-inducing? Mm-hmm. Is there anything that can ruin your day more mm-hmm. than a sneeze with a carrot in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Where you start chewing a carrot, you're enjoying yourself, and you have to sneeze. Yes! I'm telling you, if it's ever happened to you, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because it happened to me the other day, and yes. it's happened numerous times throughout my life, but oh, I can't imagine awful. anything worse. Yes. I was cleaning up carrot particles for like an hour. Yeah. Found one on my couch days later, you guys. Yes. Days. Days later, I found particles because ah. it just went everywhere. And I covered my mouth. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. I covered still, my mouth and yeah. somehow. Yes, carrots seem to be, if they're, depending on where you are through the chewing process, <laughs> they se- seem to find their way out your nose as well. It's, yeah. There's nothing <laughs> so that gives me more panic than that Is right now. Is there any other food that you can eat and sneeze while you're eating that blows everywhere like Almonds. a carrot? Almonds are Almonds closed. are bad, yep. Yeah. Almonds I, I don't like, carrots I don't like. Those are the two that really do it for me, though. For me, it's it's cracked pepper triscuits. 
Oh, Tristan, mouthful of Tristan. It's because they're, the so, they're so light. Right? Things fly everywhere. It's a real mess. <laughs> you don't think about it, but what I'm a, telling you, when it happens, you're what, like, oh my gosh. What a specific experience that sounds like, Robbie. I, li- I have those all the time. <laughs> it's because of the pepper probably causing yeah, you, you to sneeze, sneeze at the same time. Cough, and it's just so, fl- it's, they're lighter particles. Mm-hmm. So they go everywhere. But carrots are the worst. Because, yeah. because the particles are big enough that they'll stick to wherever you sneeze them onto. Mm, one more I would like to bring up and add to the list. Okay. It's happened to me. Maybe sure. it's happened to you. Popcorn's not a good one. Popcorn yeah, cause problem. Is that the problem? Because it's but light? The carrots are denser, so those right. particles probably fly further. Oh, yeah. You find oh them. yeah. No, those are projectiles yeah. at that point when you sneeze while you're chewing weight. on a carrot. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, text message says sneeze with rice, by the way. Rice <laughs> okay. can be pretty bad because that sticks as well, right? Yeah. It'll, it, whatever it hits, hits the wall, hits a cupboard. It's, it's there for it's, weeks. It's on there and it dries immediately for mm-hmm. some reason because it's got some built in glue to it. Not to get too disgusting. Now, but that's rice how it versus carrot, uh, the, the carrot might be better now. Now that I think about it, because carrot you can definitely see on most backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So wherever it ends up, yeah. it's carrot's easier to clean, right? It yeah. is. It's yeah. got its own shining little right. illumination. More visible discard for cleanup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Okay. God, it was wild. <laughs> what a sneeze it was. <laughs> it's so true, though. Because it's because I, I think it's because with the carrot in your mouth, you don't want you don't want to be choking on it. Yeah. So you gotta oh, kind of open up a little bit so it can come out. Yeah. What a mess. And you can feel the sneeze coming, and it's like an emergency because you're chewing like, oh, I don't want to sneeze this all over the place. Can't chew it fast enough. I know it doesn't matter if I put my hands over my face. Somehow it still gets out. (laughs) It's true. Chew, 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 chew. Oh, no. And then you sneeze, and it's too late. Happened to me recently. I just don't know anything worse. That's such a funny observation (laughs) because we all know exactly what you're saying. Immediately. It happens. (laughs) And like you said, somehow it does end up your nose. I don't understand that, but it does. every darn hole. Right? Oh, (laughs) Anyways, I don't have anything else. That's it. Okay. That's just, really just, just what okay. I it's had a good one. Thank there. you. The Pepper and Dylan Show on KISS 91.7. All this week I've been taking uh, constant ribbing and ridicule from uh, Dylan especially, but Robbie as well and what? everybody else for my Instagram post over the weekend where I just decided to say something and nice. And then it hits oh, you. Oh, God. Come on. And you know, <laughs> and it lasts forever, <laughs> no matter what? To say something what? nice about somebody that you have strong feelings for, that you're in love with. Are you still not concerned that she hasn't liked it? No, because I've seen her almost every day since I made that post. Yeah, but Trust she me, hasn't she liked, liked it, it publicly. Well, I don't know. what. There's reasons for there, all sorts. There's all there's reasons. reasons to not like something that's nice? Well, well they're not do. together publicly. You have said before, Dylan, that you, don't, you rarely heart things on Instagram. You read them, you digest them, and then you move on. If someone wrote forever, no matter what about me, though, yeah. I think I'd r- maybe give it a heart. You didn't like it? I think it's junk. Why would I like that? <laughs> because it's, it's not for me. Wow. Put my heart out there, Dylan. Yeah, but it's it's so a, it wasn't for me. Why would I have liked it? I don't know. Anyway, I've been putting up with this kind of stuff for the past four days because I decided to say something nice about somebody I care about. Right. Um, but then I said, you want to talk, because a lot of people said, oh my God, too soon. You can't post that. Where I think, that, how are you to put a time limit on, on how long you can you have to wait until you can say you care about somebody? Sure. But I'll tell you who's too soon is my ex-wife and her boyfriend, Don. Okay. Okay. Because do you know what he had to do earlier this week? And I meant hmm. to get this er- uh, to this earlier. He... Now, this is a step in a relationship that is, you have to be comfortable and confident in where your relationship Clog is. Clog toilet with a poop. No. Very close, though. Really? Yes. He had to, because Kristen isn't great at these <gasps> kind of some of these. Out of toilet paper. No. Okay, those are really bad. Those ones. are bad, though, Dylan. Right. You mentioned them. No, he had to come over from his house 
because, you know, he's handier than she is and much handier than I am. And he had to remove all about three or four years worth of gunk from her shower drain. Oh, Oh, is that right? Yeah. And to me, that is when the relationship changes. The first time you see what discards go down somebody else's drain, you can't unsee that. Couldn't it be? Oftentimes it looks like a rodent hanging from its tail when you pull the whatever coat hanger or (laughs) drain clog, unclogger out of the (laughs) thing. It's just, it's disgusting, right? It could be the the previous owners though, right? No, no, because I cleaned it out right when she first moved in. Oh. So this is all her. It's her bathroom. It's 100% her. What about like your daughter? Uh, She uses a different bathroom. This is 100% Kristen or uh, this guy's girlfriend, Don's girlfriend, right? And he had to go over there and clean it out. Once you do that, you're entered into a whole new world of this is the person I'm dating. I mean, that's far beyond saying you love somebody on Instagram. I mean, this is a step. This is the biggest of steps is cleaning somebody's body refuse. Hair and soap gunk and whatever the hell goes down that drain. Would have been smarter for her to call somebody. Yes, I think so. That's a call-in job. Their relationship is too new to ask him to clean her drain, isn't it? Yeah, that's gross. (laughs) That's not, that turns you off. Robbie? No, I think I, I'd do it. It wouldn't turn me off. In a new relationship? No, I'd feel like I'd, I was uh, doing something good. Like I'd feel proud of myself, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, when you're starting out in a relationship, you want to be like the hero. Yeah, so you're the handyman. So yeah. She's like, oh, thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, hang a shelf. <laughs> change a light. <laughs> that can be heroic. I wouldn't make me gag. No. That's a good guy. What a hero. I, well, yeah, of course. Of course. They, yeah. uh, they are getting along fabulously. Right now. How do you even make that call so early That's on, though? what I was wondering. Like, hey, hey I know hon. this is going to be really gross, but a lot of my hair is blocking up my tub. Yeah, I, yeah. And it's not draining properly, and I'm bathing in water, or I'm showering in water up to my ankles right now, <laughs> and I need to do something about it. Do you have any idea what this could be? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a conversation you don't want to have. Well, I was lived with her for 20 years, but I know what it's like to unclog those drains. She has a lot of long hair and fancy soaps that meld together and form a little cocoon somewhere <laughs> about uh, eight inches below the drain. And every once in a while, you got to take that thing out. And every once in a while, you're like, oh, my God, let's sell the house. She should have, like, like having you over to teach her, perhaps, a YouTube video with that guy that's like, if you don't have a dad, he teaches you how to do everything. Yeah. Not the new romantic she interest. She thought it was worth a call of a new romantic boyfriend that could come over and save the day by cleaning out her scalp discards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it is, you guys. It's the stuff the scalp doesn't want on it anymore. Uh, just kicks it down the drain and it all bundles up underneath. Yeah, the, d- the duty of the boyfriend. Is that the duty of I'd the boyfriend? Say, yeah. Is to clean the drain? You should, yeah. Even a like lot. a month into things? <laughs> yeah. Oof. Oh, my. So you want to ridicule me about saying a, a nice, sweet, and romantic post on Instagram. You think about that next time. That's the next big step in a relationship. Well, your girl doesn't have a handy guy, though. Eh, yeah, she does. Probably why she hasn't liked my Instagram post. Oh. <laughs> it's a story for a different time, you guys. Pepper and Dylan. Kiss 91.7. I upset a lot of people, but I also found a lot of people who have been too ashamed for years to admit they don't like Big Mac sauce. They've been, they've been forced into, into hiding almost. Right? I just think that... Feeling this great deal of shame for their personal preference being anti-Big Mac sauce, which then bled into the fact that any restaurant, sit-down restaurant, fast food, doesn't matter, any burger place that says, plus, we've added a little bit of our special secret restaurant sauce, that it's no good. And I, people are now finally being able to spread their wings. No. 
and say, yes, I too dislike the special sauces. It's an embarrassment offer. to me. You shouldn't even be allowed with your attitude walking <laughs> around like you. <laughs> like you shouldn't be allowed to have any sauce. Period. Ever. The end. Ever. Yeah, because you have this. Real, be banned from all sauces. Yeah, yeah your sauce ketchup, no mustard, no relish. You get nothing. I, 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 Revoke them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're abusing your power. Well, we're going to find out now. Now that people have uh, feel comfort. Now, you know what I am, Dylan. I'm a I'm a trailblazer. Is that what you are? Right. They're going to look back at me, much like they do through the history books of people who have fought for the rights of are others. Are you Rosa Parks? Is that, I, yeah, is I'm, that the, you? I'm the Rosa Parks yeah. of burger nah, sauce. Yes. Thank you, Dylan. hundred percent, I am. I finally I finally taken a stand for those that don't like restaurant secret burger sauces and i've said we don't need to have it we can ask for it without and you can be okay with that anyone with a palate would know unlike that- the sheep over there dylan who says oh, gotta yeah. have big mac sauce yeah. big why? Mac is great why because mcdonald's incredible. tells you you have to no they don't need to tell me anything i actually tell them when i want my sauce and where robbie ready you take t- uh, keep track of this okay Straight here it up. is the most important one word answer we've ever done you cannot levy an official vote or register an official vote via text at 917-917 we do appreciate the those only votes. way for it to count is first to five over the old school telephone 780-4260-917. The answer, or the question, is simple. Sauce or no sauce? This applies to the entire umbrella of burger sauces. This is anybody, any restaurant who thinks they know what they like on a burger better than you do. All right? I'm talking garlic aioli. Chipotle mayo. Big Mac sauce. All any, the great sauces. Any of those things that they say, you know what? We're going to take a traditional burger and put our spin on it. Don't spin a burger. A burger's a burger. Yeah. So have it plain. Nothing on it. Enjoy Good morning. It. Oh. Good morning. Sauce? No sauce. No sauce. Sorry, say that again a little more clearly? No. No sauce. No sauce. You're a no sauce kind of guy. You just want a plain burger. Amen, brother. Like cheese. Give me cheese. That's it, right? Okay. Okay. Amen. All right. Love okay. it. Well, that's kind of boring. It is. But he sounded boring. I guess. <laughs> no sauce. What? Two no sauces. So you want nothing so on your burger? It feels so. Good. It's just so messy. I hate yeah. it. I get all yeah. my clothes, all my hands. Yeah. Are your you... mess shouldn't be our problem. It just doesn't no. taste the same, right? <laughs> that's what to expect comes out of nowhere, and you're like, you know what? This wasn't as good as I was hoping. Get out of when here. When I want a burger, I want just a burger. No, you don't. Dang you. right, Pepper. Dang right. Yeah. Amen. Wow. See that? We're marching I'm, Washington Square, you guys. I'm embarrassed oh, for those two guys. Good morning. Oh, yes. We know what, where it's at, right, Dylan? Sauce yes, all sauce. the way. Yes. You have taste all, buds. Good for you. All over your face. Yes. Yes. down like... Oh, you cannot have anything without sauce. Hey, I don't know man. where those guys are going with that, but oh, yeah, they're gross. boring people. Oh, they're going home single. That's for sure. Yeah, and alone, two to one. Darn right. Thank you. I kiss. No sauce. Oh, no sauce. It's a tough one. Notice for you to how come everyone that says no sauce sounds so Just, boring. Yeah, live a little. <laughs> no sauce. I wouldn't want. Love sauce. you. Thank you very much. Come on, step out and have some fun in this world. Feel this sense of pride that we can finally be ourselves. We're finally accepted in the community. Not accepted. Hi, good morning. Sauce. Yeah! And it sounds like a fun person. Oh, yeah. Sauce on everything. Amen. (laughs) See you later. Three to two for no sauce, though. I was feeling pretty good for a minute. Oh, no. Hi, Kiss. Uh, why, Why would you not want sauce? Exactly. Amen. He's speechless. It's tied. 
three, three. Sauce just makes things better. <laughs> I guess. Hi, so sauce with extra sauce on the side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that feels good. Oh, we were out to that such a big good. lead. Come on, no saucers. Come on, you guys. Sauce. I kiss. Sauce. 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 You sauce. absolutely sauce. need to have sauce. No! Thank you for listening. Have a good morning. Oh, that you was so well. good. Sauce is a side of sauce. I have and never heard anything better. So you don't know what you're going to get. You go there with a hankering for a burger, but you don't know what this sauce is like compared to the other sauce. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. We're putting too much hand in the big sauce. Hey, you We're giving lost. them too much power. You lost. I know. Fair Step and square. Down. Fair and square. Mm-hmm. God, that feels good. Sorry. Thank you, everyone. Those with taste buds, Man. we prevailed. That's going to suck to be you today, Pepper. <laughs> Holy you can say that bold. every day this week. <laughs> Woo! You know what? I don't put mustard on my corn dogs either. What is... R- yeah, I don't know, uh, man. That's for a different time. Who Congratulations, Dylan. Who There's your Take your victory lap. You Woo! The Pepper and Dylan Show on KISS 91.7.